something away so you can get this candy. I wouldn't even say it's my favorite, but it did make me feel like the baddest bitch. I always wanted the cigarette candies. That was just pure sugar. Oh, yeah. But it looked like you were smoking a cigarette. <laughs> they were my favorite, and I would go ape shit for them. We always got those from Mr. Campbell, my my grandpa's neighbor, like, across the street and down the block. and Like, any time of year, but definitely, I'm pretty sure he gave it to us, especially on Halloween. Fucking I loved it. those. Yeah. And they better have the little red dot on the end, otherwise, like, pff, is it even a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> Am I even disappointing my parents? <laughs> I was just trying to set them up. I'd be like, get a good look. Actually, speaking of my grandparents, uh, specifically on my mom's side, are a big part of my like my childhood Halloween memories. Because we would all... Oh, actually, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Oh, no. Why is it fucked? It's, it hasn't aged well. Oh. <laughs> and I forget that like it's not something that everybody had. And there was a thing that happened on Halloween called burn the witch Mm. and they had like basically what's an a huge scarecrow and they would like parade it god they would parade it like down to the train tracks oh and then burn it oh my god and it was like the whole way like people would join in as like they're walking down and everybody was chanting burn the witch oh yeah, so that was a thing. But the the happy memory from it, other yeah. than... <laughs> other than... Besides actually, essentially joining a cult. Um, <laughs> and I, ooh, God. Committing what would definitely be murder <laughs> back in the day. Me and my cousins thought we were so cool, though, because our grandpa was a chef. Uh, what? Not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Completely starts a different story. <laughs> but I love chef. <laughs> A sheriff's deputy. <laughs> so he knew the cops and when they were like obviously part of the, the thing too. And we got to talk hmm. into the speaker and chant into the speaker. But what I was going to say, the happy memory of that and the not problematic part uh, <laughs> was that we would trick or treat back from there. We would trick or treat back to my After grandma. After you burn the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back to my grandma and grandpa's house. Um <laughs> I'm like, this is a and nice story. <laughs> God, it's those things you learn as you grow up that you you're really like, do. whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue. I was a kid. <laughs> but how was your Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't burn the witch? I wasn't burning anybody. I feel like I wasn't doing it right now. Jeez. Uh, no, I, you asked me earlier. <sighs> what my first memory was and the one that I did say is one of them but you're gonna go oh I already know you (laughs) but the ladies across the street from me Mm -hmm. I remember it now they used to always do it big for Halloween and they just always had the coolest decorations like it was so fucking spooky Mm -hmm. and like as the month went on, you just saw them add more and more and more to their Ooh. yard. Uh, no, Brie, it was like, li- it's probably where my love of like haunted houses started too. Yeah. Uh, because it was basically like that a little bit. And so I would just get to watch their progression as oh the God. month went. And then like at night it was lit up. Like it was so cool. And one year my brother and I ran across the street just because we were like, can we help you set up? And so we did. Ooh. And it was just so oh. cool. Like, I remember. Oh, you're right. I, yeah. Do I know her or do I know her, everybody? She loves that my. That was so genuine. She literally loves my wholesome stories. 
I was going to say, I feel like every neighborhood has that one house that goes all out, but I've never heard of somebody like adding more oh through my the God. month. That's yeah. cool. So you'd see the lights and that's how I, my brother and I knew, and we would know to like <laughs> check on the progress every single day. That's fun. Cause we would like, our window was just set up straight looking into their yard. It was the coolest thing in the world. And yeah. Oh, Brie, it was just the the best best. seats in the house. I did. I really did. And it was so cool. And I would just like talk to her and she would just talk to me like a little adult. She'd be like, you seen Bates motel? And I'm like, bitch. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm like, no, but I've seen scream. I want to watch that, but not right now. I've seen Halloween. (laughs) Just not right now. Just not right now. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) It's not trademark yet. (laughs) <laughs> but Brie and I, uh, to transition from that very beautiful moment, <laughs> and then we'll get right back on track. But everybody does need to hear this, because I think <laughs> it's a very fun game. <laughs> well, it's really one of two games, let me tell you, because I feel like we got to start with one to get to the other. Yeah. It starts with, at a certain part in the night, when I no longer know what to put on, nor does Brie, I'll start <laughs> scrolling through all of the apps on our Roku, and I'll just start announcing not asked for let me tell you (laughs) nobody asked i'll just start giving my reviews on various (laughs) scary movies that i've seen to (laughs) brie i i truly don't know if like at first it was just her being a good sport and she eventually got into it but now she like i feel like you kind of like it i've always liked it okay cool i just i'll be like i don't really like them like the ending was pretty subpar i'm like this you should watch i'm like you could skip and she's just like taking notes <laughs> i should be taking notes i don't know why i have it's this hilarious whole time. but you have to segue into our other game is as we're watching i'm like yeah you definitely need to watch this i'm like but we're not gonna watch it right now yeah it's always oh we need to watch that not, not right, right now, now. <laughs> and it started on a night where i think we were like in the mood for a movie and you kind of said it, and you were like, oh, we need to watch this. And I know in my head, I was like, oh, I don't know that I want to watch it right now. And then you, I could even feel it in you saying it, where you were like, but not right now. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> and we were both like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to commit to that right now. I don't. And then it was just, as we were going through, there was a lot of great movies on whatever app we were on at the time. And we were like, we need to watch that one too, but not right now. <laughs> mm, it's just not the time. But God damn it. One day. Yeah, we have a really long list of we need to watch it, but not right now. One fucking day. <laughs> Just not right now. Yeah. What's your not right now? You got to let us know. <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> yeah, not right now, though, because we're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> our spooky podcast, too. Yeah, Obviously, welcome. did you guys not get the hint from our intro? I mean, Bree's burning witches. <laughs> I'm I, against my own kind. I really can't believe that. Yeah, I used to do that. You're fucking wild. I'm over here just setting up decorations with the nice old lady across the street. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> but welcome to our sleepover. Hello. <laughs> happy spooky season. Love your We're pajamas. So fucking happy. <laughs> Hope you brought a pillow. Hope you brought some snacks. Hope you're not afraid of the dark. Or scary stories. Yeah. Or my scary stories. <laughs> I'm afraid of my scary stories. Because I actually yeah. could... I, th- I feel like my scary stories that I have in my life, I actually could have potentially died. <laughs> yeah. I say as I, I laugh. Think, yeah, I think mine too. I definitely... 
both times avoided something not good. And you guys, <laughs> is it ever a Brie and Abby intro if we're not being morbid? <laughs> if you've listened to a single one of our episodes and not contemplated your morbidity... <laughs> I don't know that we've that you've really listened. <laughs> I don't know you're reading if you're reading the room right. <laughs> Are you skipping? Are you skipping around the episode? <laughs> you know you're not going to get the full effect that way. You're not. It's just not how we had it set up or planned. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, but we are so excited. We are. I was so excited once we decided we were doing a sleepover. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I miss sleepovers. Well, I don't have the best track record with them. And I'm hoping to change that tonight with the roomies. And I know you guys won't let me down. Yeah, I think we can do it. Yeah, I know you guys won't let me down with the sleepover and following us on all social media. Yeah. I know you won't let me down in that way. I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. We need to keep count of everyone who's here. So uh, follow us. So I know that I should have like X, Y, and Z followers. (laughs) That's the list to get into this exclusive party. (laughs) You must, must, must follow us on all two social media platforms. (laughs) And that is Instagram, Facebook, but you can follow us on Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, (laughs) Amazon Music, Apple Apple Music, all of Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. (laughs) We are rent-free roommates everywhere, and you guys can also join in on the stories and on our regular episodes if you ever need any advice or want to celebrate something and want to share literally anything with us. We want to hear it because we're here for you guys, and you can do that by emailing us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. That's R-E-N-T-F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's so fun. good. You do it so well. Thank you so much. You should try one of these days. I, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Stay tuned, roommates. Maybe I will. Lots of big things for October. You gotta <laughs> share this in order for me to do it on one of the episodes. So yeah. If you want me to spell. <laughs> we'll do it spelling bee style. Yeah. If you, uh, can you use it in a sentence for Rent-free roommates? Hmm. You should follow rent-free roommates. Oh. On all their social media, both places. Mm. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. Great. <laughs> I think I could spell that. I think I could. I but I like it. I said, I don't know. Without a share, how could I really, you know? Mm, yeah, mm. she needs that support. <laughs> I do. I have stage fright. Please. Share if you believe. We are so excited to get into it. We are excited for this little sleepover. We're going to have so many stories. And we're going to get spooky. And we are really hoping that you guys enjoy this one and have just as much fun as we do. So sit back, relax, grab some snacks, and... Turn the lights off. Yeah. We're going to talk about some spooky stuff and why we love spooky stuff. a lot of my creativity comes from too now that I think about it because my mom made all of our costumes growing up I think I was in kindergarten when I was a frog and it's like one of my favorite 
pictures of me as a kid. Oh, that's a good costume. She knocked That's it out a of the cute park. costume. I was the Blues Brothers one year with my I best friend. I love that. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I had no idea what I was agreeing to. I was happy to have the stress taken off of me. <laughs> but my friend called me when I was carving pumpkins and she was like, do you want to be the Blues Brothers? I was like, in my mind, I thought I was going to be blue. <laughs> I'm dead ass because I didn't know. You were thinking Blue Man Group. <laughs> I thought I was going to be in the Blue Man Group. Why didn't I get any instruments? No, I'm just kidding. Why didn't I get to throw paint on anybody? <laughs> You're dressed as a blues brother. You're just like throwing paint at people. <laughs> My friend and I show up in different costumes and we're like, there was, there was a miscommunication. She still brings you the hat and the sunglasses. I don't know why we didn't coordinate before this. <laughs> That's hysterical. Because that this, is a costume I want to see now. <laughs> that would be so funny. I actually wish that did happen. The real story is I was just very agreeable and I found out later on who they were, but the photos were fucking sick. Lizzie and I, oh, hell yeah. we literally, the drip was real in the fifth grade. <laughs> Nobody knew who we were, but I was like, I don't either. I don't either. I just remembered what I was in fifth grade. What were you? A Hershey's kiss. <laughs> Your costumes are so fucking cute. I was just this big silver blob. You know what? I'm really actually happy to see you turn it around um, from your older Halloween memories of like burning people. Yeah, we don't have to talk I'm, about it. But no, sure. But like, I'm just glad to see that you got on like, like you got on a good path. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually a really big tomboy as a kid. So I was like, I was a cop. And Zorro. <laughs> uh, I was almost always a witch. Love that. Always. That's such a good I knew staple. who I was. I knew who I was. Yeah. Kaylee was a witch pretty frequently. I was, at, you know, but, but here's the thing. This is also the thing. I was either a witch or a princess for a really long time. So deal with that. Everyone has more than one side to them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you were you. just well-rounded. I was. <laughs> I was a were. witch, I was a princess, and I was a blues brother. <laughs> oh, my mom, one of the best costumes she's ever made that like she could sell, honestly, if it was still <laughs> topical, but Mary-Kate, when she was really little, that was when the Teletubbies were a big thing, and my mom made a Lala I costume. Don't, I don't actually think I like this, because I... That was the yellow one. I have to find a picture, though, because it's the cutest Is it cute? Because I picture it being a little scary. No. I mean, because I find the just, Teletubbies a little scary. I'm it sorry. It was just like a hood. It's not like we had like a whole Teletubby face. That would have been fucking creepy. But like Mary-Kate was Lala. She's so fucking cute. But yeah, no, my mom killed it. She was yeah. so good. That's Shout out to I mom. Learned how to sew. Shout out to the moms who made their kids costumes. Yeah. We love that. Shout out to Halloween just in general. And <laughs> I love that we were able to start this off very happy and wholesome because yeah. I feel like we're about to get a little bit dark here because what I really want us to talk about are our own spooky stories. I, I've had like a variety throughout the entirety of my life however I think there's just a select few that really stick out just because I think there are truly times where like things could have really gone wrong for me and it's just one of those instances where you narrowly like escape something and Brie and I listen to other podcasts kind of like along the lines of let's not meet Mm -hmm. shout out to you Andrew 
where people will just talk about their encounters with other individuals and how they just narrowly escape what could have gone very wrong. And they always end it with let's not meet because, you know, we don't really want to find out what was going to happen here. But the first one that comes to mind for me is I was in Aldi once and I was grocery shopping and I will sometimes grocery shop with my earbuds in just because I like to listen to music when I'm doing it because I go along most of the time and when I was going through the aisles I kept feeling this man stare at me every time we encountered each other and make eye contact which it's not a huge Aldi so it wasn't the most concerning thing and truth be told I mean like people stare all the time so I wasn't necessarily concerned but I'm always aware of that kind of thing and I noticed that we kept bumping into each other more and more and I didn't really like that so I avoided him for the rest of the trip and then I ran into him again towards checkout and I was cutting like you know how all these lines can get really long so like almost into the aisle so you have to cut through a little bit so that's what happened and he actually tried like beckoning me that time and I was like oh fuck that don't talk to me so I actually stopped listening to my music but still made it seem like I was just because I wanted to be able to hear oh god I like still get freaked out when I think about it because I'm just like he was really just had his he like he honed in on me but I go through the checkout line because I'm a little bit behind him now but he's done and he's like waiting at the end of the checkout counter like lingering and finally he walks away and I think that's about it you know like he's gonna finally start putting his stuff away so I go to start putting my own groceries away and I see him walking up to me and he starts talking to me and I was like oh I'm so sorry I didn't hear you and what comes out of his mouth is he goes can I steal you for a second you're just like so pretty like I want to steal you and immediately I'm like fuck you fuck no like who the fuck says that I'm like you don't say that to people and he's like asking me to like come like you know with him and I'm basically like no you need to get away from me like right now that's so crazy and so he leaves the store and I take my time putting my stuff away because I I don't want to like have any more chance encounters with him and the second I leave the Aldi store I immediately get this feeling that I'm still being watched that he's somewhere near me so I am obviously being extremely vigilant still and I go to put my cart away and I start to hear a car driving behind me as I'm walking to mine but it's not going fast it's going slow so it's following me and what do you know it's him pulling right up next to me windows down like trying to talk to me again and then I just kind of lose my shit because I'm like you know what did I have to like I was really fortunate in the sense that like it was still light out and there were quite a few people in the Aldi parking lot still so I was ready to make a scene and let it be known that I'm like literally being fucked with by this guy so I I started like screaming louder and I was like what do you want like get the fuck out of here like that kind of thing and then he finally drives off and I had like other shit to do in that area but I couldn't even do it I just drove straight home because I was so petrified that he was going to follow me still and I'm pretty sure he would have if I didn't leave that area I remember you coming home that day yeah that was and I remember you like so upset for multiple reasons partially because you were like I didn't even get everything I wanted to fucking do done because I was so freaked out because this stupid guy 
Yeah. Fuck that. It's so frustrating. Yeah, that was, I think, one of the instances in my life where I, I think a lot of times I have such like, I've I, I joke around a lot. I feel like I am Joe Pesci where <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> everyone's like that's so degrading but I'm like I mean just watch a Joe Pesci movie and then meet me and I think it'll make sense (laughs) I think a lot of pieces will fit together (laughs) I'm not trying to be mean to myself I'm just calling it but anyway and then like but then I have to realize that I'm a very also small woman so I'm a lot of people's first target or thought sometimes I can be really mistaken for somebody that would be easy yeah just because of my size alone yeah like i'm unfortunately it makes you a target it does and uh, which is why i'm glad to hear you say like you weren't afraid to make a scene to anybody that doesn't listen to these podcasts as regularly as we do don't be afraid of that yeah you really shouldn't fucking scene you do and you know what But it's just disappointing to think that, like, some people in those situations are so afraid of making a scene that they're still willing to, like, put their life at risk. Yeah. And I, and that, and that's just really scary. Cause, yeah, I, that time with Aldi, I was like, no, fuck this. Like, yeah. does Which nobody. Which is smart that you, you know, I think it's probably better that you did go straight home, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Cause, like, I don't want to play the game a chance to. Like, he might have just gone straight home after that. Who's to say? But, like, mm-hmm. obviously, if he followed me out of Aldi, he was willing to follow me somewhere else. Like, what was stopping him? Right. And he why didn't would have I have anything else? To right. Do that and day. why would I take those odds? Right. It was just so crazy. I've never had anything happen like that happen to me before. And it really just put it into perspective to me. Again, how some people might view me. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that freaks me out a lot too is I don't consider myself vulnerable Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy to me that other people do yeah and like that worries I don't know it's just a very odd like end of the spectrum to be on when you're like targeted you know because you're like oh I didn't think I was like a target right and then it happens and you're like what the fuck yeah and then it just like kind of freaks you out a lot after that too. Yeah. And it makes you just that more weary. Yeah. Which a healthy dose of paranoia is a good thing, but it sucks. Like that's literally what we have to think about all the time, especially living in the city. It does. Oh my God. I just thought of another one. another story of being a woman in a city sucks um it was it was actually pretty late on for like a work night i had just finished work and it was an awful fucking day everything that could have went wrong did and one of those things that went wrong is i ended up getting a flat tire while but I was in work. I'm so sorry, but shout out to Brie for even knowing how to change a flat tire. <laughs> Bad bitch that she <laughs> is. You. I digress. Go thank on. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> um, so just the cherry on top of a shit day. I'm leaving work and could tell it was low. At the very end of the block, there was a gas station. So I was like, I might be able to make it. And as soon as I started driving, I was like, there's no way. So I turn off, it's very dark. It was probably close to like 11-ish and 
I turn off on the like only lit street in that area. For some reason, a lot of the lights were out. And it's more residential. It was right next to a school. And I felt like that was probably a better way because as a woman, you have to think through all these things. So I parked right under a street light and I knew I was by a school. It felt a little bit safer, but obviously it's night, so it doesn't 100% matter. But before I can do anything, I call Abby. Luckily, she was still awake, and I asked her to come meet me. I dropped a pin, and I was like, can you come meet me and just keep watch? I need to change my tire. So she's on her way. She's already on her way. (laughs) And I knew that I had a (laughs) classic Brie, had so much shit in the back of my car. (laughs) So I just wanted to clear stuff out of the way. I didn't originally plan on starting to change my tire. But as I was clearing things out, I was like, she's probably almost here. So for some reason, I started getting everything out to change the tire. And I knew that lifting up my car was going to take a while. So I don't know why. I was going against all my instincts. Trust your gut. (laughs) So I started jacking the car up. And this guy comes along. And he's, he's real skinny. He's in like, he's in kind of like a weird, it was almost like a, like a track suit. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like it was maybe shiny. Yeah. I remember it being like grayish, but I, it ended up being super dirty. Like the different like textures we were seeing was, it was like, it was really dirty, but he comes along and I see him out of the corner of my eye and he just kind of starts looking at the car in front of my car the one that's parked there and he's like kicking the tires and looking around and kind of glancing at me every now and then and I'm keeping an eye on him at this point I knew that I had my keys on top of like not the hood of my car but like the windshield so I quickly grabbed them because I have mace on them and I grabbed my tire iron (laughs) because I wanted all of my weapons close to me Mm mm-hmm And he finally comes over and starts kind of talking to me. Gets not too close at first, but he was really jittery and kind of antsy and just kind of walking side to side and asking me questions, asking me very obvious questions, like if I was changing my tire. (laughs) Yep. He said, do you need help? I said, I got it. Thanks, though. And... He still didn't leave and he stays around and is just kind of asking questions and I'm just at this point I've stopped and I'm just keeping him in my sight and I have my hand literally on the tire iron (laughs) and I hear I was like I'm fine my friend's coming actually to help me I don't need any help thanks though and no sooner do I hear Bree And speed walking down the street like my mom, like I'm in trouble, <laughs> is Abby. <laughs> All four eleven of me. Coming to the rescue. <laughs> and he sees her. And I was like, oh, hey. And he was like, oh, your friend's here. So he just kind of walks again towards the car that's parked in front of mine. And Abby, like a fucking gargoyle, is just like evil eye staring this guy down i was like i need to turn my back to him so that i can finish this can you just watch him we were like i fucking got it covered (laughs) and i'm changing it fastest time i think i've ever taken to change a tire (laughs) it was like a personal record and 
He eventually left before I was done, but Abby stared him down the whole fucking time. And I think it was when we got home, because you were smart. We were like, I'll meet you at home, see you there. It was only like five minutes away from home. We weren't mm-hmm. far. And when we're both home in the apartment, she tells me, she's like, I didn't want to say it then, because I didn't want to freak you out. But before he left, he grabbed something from his passenger seat and put it in the back seat. And I swear to God, maybe it's just the let's not meet brain, <laughs> but I swear to God, it looked like a crowbar. I remember that. I was just about to say, and I remember I saw something like in his car, right? Yeah. Because when Brie was changing her tire too, like the fucked up thing is, is that even when I showed up, he still didn't leave. Like yeah. I, I truly, honest to God, think that he, he was, was sizing ass- us up. Yeah, I think he was assessing the situation and like if you and I were worth the fight, um, which like that does nothing for my ego because I'm <laughs> over here like, fuck yeah, you don't want to fuck with me. Um, <laughs> and then you hear the next story about how I basically stood up against the fence <laughs> and like cowered in fear. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, like I was watching him the whole time. And I, I think what really did freak me out is the fact that he didn't leave immediately, which yeah. again, after connecting the dots more after like what I had seen too, I truly think that he was sizing us up and seeing if it was going to be worth the fight and because he was he just opened his passenger door when brie was sitting down to actually change the tire and just like sitting there as if he were contemplating and i was like maybe this dude's just uh, yeah i was like maybe this dude is just super fucked up who knows but talking about him now he was definitely on drugs yeah (laughs) he was just gonna try and jump us it's crazy uh and that's the shit that pisses me off too. And it, it was like full mother. Cause I'm like mess with me one thing, but like mess with my friends or my like loved ones. <laughs> it's another thing. Like I'll see red. Cause like, I, it's just like that. I don't even know what it is. You know, it's just like that instinct that kicks in, but it, it is really crazy. Cause yeah, I remember seeing him put something in his backseat and it's all rushing back to me. Yeah. And I truly think had I not shown up, he may have tried to attack you. Yeah. And no, I'm I not even trying to like it. freak you out again. I, there's like not a shadow of doubt when we retell this story and look back on it now that mm-hmm. he might've attempted. So it's just, it, it's just, it's too coincidental for me too. Cause I, I, I remember us trying to be like, Oh, are we just like, was, cause I was trying to rationalize it like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I don't want to be that person who's like, but I'm like, when you think and you look back on it, it's like, why were you still there? Right. What were you lingering around for? Yeah. Why did you wait to finally leave until we left? He was like, the way he was just like, he, obviously the wheels were turning in his head because before you did show up, just the way that he was like, like, quote unquote, testing out the car, just the shit that he was like fucking around He's with like, his own car. He's like, this is a car with a mirror. He was like, he like pushing on the like trunk, like bouncing the tires and then just like kicking them and like looking around. Cause I remember thinking at first, I was like, is this even his car? I was yeah. like, what is he doing? Yeah. And then luckily you showed up. So if you learn anything from my stupid story is to, I started out doing things right. <laughs> I was following the right path at first, but because I was so exhausted and just done with the day. I veered off into stupid territory and I should have just continued to trust my gut and follow the rules, unfortunately, that we have to follow. There's rules for a reason. Yeah. And I should have just waited for Abby because then 
it would have been fine. I would just would have been in my car and maybe we wouldn't even have had to encounter him at all. Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe he needed for me to instill a little fear in yeah. him. A healthy fear of Abby is always good. <laughs> I like that. That's how I like to keep most relationships. Him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like a little bit of fear. But also thank you. Thanks for being there. Oh my God. Thanks you... for literally watching my back. <laughs> literally. I've got it. I'm a Virgo. We, if anybody's ever shit on a Virgo, let the lesson be learned. We're extremely loyal. We will fight grown men. I feel like the more I got into it, then I would think back. And I was always like, I was, I mean, I was a chicken and I didn't watch actual like slasher films, but I, growing up in the 90s, and I know you've heard me say this before, there was so much stuff. Like, there was kid stuff, but still, a lot of the kid stuff was centered around horror. <laughs> like, Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I, me and Kaylee loved Are You Afraid of the Dark. Like, we just, I just had such a prime time uh, Halloween childhood. Oh my God, the Boy Meets World episode still holds up. I still it think it's still scary. So I think good. it's scary. It's also still so funny. It's so, oh my God, it's hilarious. It's like peak Eric humor. It was just, I think, I don't even know really how it even started, but I don't mean great as a Here's kid. the thing. I don't know, but it just became such a me time thing because <laughs> I distinctly remember after an AYSO game when I was a kid, I was like, ooh, can't do anything because Disney Channel's playing all their Halloween episodes. So I'm talking yeah. like Proud Family, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Like, I, and I just remember I was chilling in our love scene. Oh, and then like the 13 Nights of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Even Stevens. Yeah. Like, I just lived my best fucking life during Halloween. It was. And I think that's just where it all, like, my favorite movies. I mean, I've been a spooky bitch since I feel like, who knows? Yeah, even when I was a chicken, like, I didn't like, I still don't like haunted houses and shit like that. Ugh. I am easily spookable. Me but, too. <laughs> but for some reason, every time I think about Halloween, my most vivid memory and the one that my brain always goes back to first is walking home from school and the leaves had changed. Yeah. There's just that like fall smell in the air. Halloween decorations were finally out and it was just the, the color and the like the temperature and it was just, it was so exciting because I knew that Halloween was coming up, even dinners leading up to it. Yeah. They weren't really that different, but it was just, everything was like warmer when I got home and just, I don't know. It's just such a, it's like a feeling that I think I'm forever chasing, but like, I didn't <laughs> want to get tested. she said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Therapist, when's the last time you felt alive? <laughs> well, I was in fifth grade. <laughs> October 31st, 1999. No, I, gosh, I mean, I loved getting to see people's Halloween costumes. Yes. And then, oh my God, one Halloween I did go trick-or-treating with my crush too. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Don't even tell me. <laughs> Oh my god, and I did put my we like linked arms too. Oh my god. Did you use protection? I was pregnant after. No, I'm Were you just, a couple's costume? I fucking wish. Ugh, okay. Oh my god. I fucking wish. What was No, he? no, our families were just friends. Okay. And so like we went trick-or-treating with their family and I was like this But you is, were like, I'm on a date. I was like I was like, I'm obviously on a date right now like we're we're two houses ahead of them and he gave me the cigarettes no parent supervision and he gave me cigarettes my Whoa. cigarette candy 
gosh. Yeah, you could say it was pretty serious. <laughs> but then I threw up on somebody's desk and he saw, and I think it was just not for him after. Well, you know what? You deserve better. I do. <laughs> you guys, this episode is just going to be Brie and I's memories. So. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully it's bringing stuff back for you yeah, guys, Yeah, no. Too. Hopefully, like, come on. Like, we definitely have to know what your favorite parts about Halloween were, too. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, hopefully you do love the holiday as much as we do, and it doesn't just, like, freak you out. I think this one was just strictly proximity issues here that really fucked with me because it was so close to home. Like, it was literally my backyard. I was two feet from being in my backyard. And just to think of, like, how south it could have gone, I think really freaks me out because I'm like, oh, my home is supposed to be my safe place or my safe place. And knowing, ugh, I because it just happened recently everybody that's the fucked up thing it's like maybe not maybe like three weeks ago Bree and I had actually just finished recording the podcast and if you know anything about me I had just gotten a cleaning craze in me and (laughs) once I start I can't stop that's the thing and part of it was taking out the trash because I was cleaning the kitchen and it was nighttime am I stupid or what I'm a woman in the city at at night (laughs) going into an alley going into an alley because that's where our garbage and recycling is at past our gate so you have to open up the gate to get into the alley and immediately when I get out there I get a shit feeling in my stomach I'm like ooh, I don't like this one bit and right at the entrance of the alley is a car with its lights turned off and it's like it's like set up like a scary movie too because it's right under like a garage too with just the light going so I see the car obviously and I'm like "Mm, that's weird like don't love that and I'm like but not to worry it's off kind of thing I was trying to ease myself and then the lights turn on and I was like okay I was like that's pretty wild but I still don't want to start freaking out because I don't know I should have basically here I should have listened to myself I was like I should have just immediately closed the gate went back in but here's the thing I'm a proud bitch (laughs) and I start opening the recycling bin and I start pouring stuff in there and I notice the car is now coming towards me and it stops so to set up what the situation looks like it's like the alley with the car in it and then me in the middle and then there's a gate with our trash bins set up against it. So it's the gate, trash bins, me, car. I'm boxed in between that. And he rolls down the window and he starts asking me all these really invasive questions, talking, well, first off, how they all start. You're so pretty. Are you single? Where's your boyfriend? Are you married? Is he in the house? Is he here with you? Like, can I help you? Because he sees me taking out the trash and everything. And I look in the back seat, and that window's rolled down just a little bit, the passenger window in the back. And I see a woman just staring at me back there, too. But she looks young, Brie. That's the fucked up part. But, like, she just wasn't saying anything, just staring at me the whole time while this man is harassing me. And he just, he doesn't let up. He's just like, I think he even asked me where my wedding ring, like, ring was, too. It was all such a blur. And I just, like, kept being like, yeah, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. Like, 
trying to just get out of the situation as quickly as possible and then I finally am able to get back into the yard and I'm like mm, just how wonderful that he now knows where I live because he watches me walk into there and then he finally drives off and it, you know it might not come off as the like most scary situation I feel like listening to it but being in that moment just being like cornered and I didn't have really anywhere to go I mean, I did. I could have just gone straight back into the house. But the thing to note is our gate is so slow to close mm-hmm. that he would have been able to get in. Yeah. Like, I'm sometimes halfway up our stairs again by the time that gate closes. Just to give you a reference with how slow it is. It's not fast because it's an automatic gate. So, yeah, I was just, my fight or flight did not kick in there. And I'm, I think it's one of those moments that kind of feels like divide intervention in a way, because mm-hmm. I feel like that situation could have, like, should have gone south. Because mm-hmm. I did not get a good vibe here. Like, I fully thought I was going to get taken. Yeah. I did. And I'm not one to just even throw that out, too. Just because, again, I, like I described myself, I'm like a Joe Pesci to my core. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bark until I can, that kind of thing. But I just shut down. And that's the thing too is, and why I keep saying trust your gut, because I think it was instincts kicking in and your, your body is going to scream at you to do what it thinks is best. And sometimes as much as it's like, don't be afraid to make a scene, I think internally you're really judging the person and we also know all too well how to read a person and if that person is going to get more dangerous if you do create a scene and if you do fight back. So sometimes it is kind of waiting things out and going the safer route of I'm just going to play along for a little bit until I have my moment. Yeah. And I feel like instincts always kick in with that stuff too. And it, and it is fight or flight. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. And sometimes freezing is a, <laughs> I wonder, scary, but I wonder, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if you're right there. Because there wasn't really anybody around anyway. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is I didn't really know how to make a scene here because there was nobody in the alley. It was just like... I mean, I guess you always can make a scene, but... Well, and it's you in a car. Yeah, and then I run the risk of, like, me making a scene, somebody trying to shut me up and just grabbing me. Yeah. Like, that, I was, like, you definitely run that risk, too. And who's... Because as close as we are to the... We live next to a store that is open 24 hours. Yeah. But as close as we are to that, that's still an entire parking lot. You have to make it across before you could get in there. Yeah. To be by people. Exactly. Like, and I mean, who's to say if, you know, I'm correct in my train of thought that I could have potentially been taken. I don't really see why, what other reason you would do that to somebody, uh, especially with a woman in the car. Like mm-hmm. you obviously already have somebody. I don't even know the age of that person, but regardless, like I never, I mean, I don't doubt it. I think you're a hundred percent right. There's no there's nothing good that comes from doubting that or from giving somebody the benefit of the doubt because I do trust your read on people and anybody's read on people in uncomfortable situations like that or scary situations like that. The part that like really is the eeriest to me is them just like asking if somebody was waiting for me inside. Mm-hmm. 
that's the part that you I hate the most the and that like makes me the most scared mm-hmm. is like it because it's one I mean like women get catcalled all the time uh when they're out and about whatever those kind of things and like it's happened to me I, it's unfortunate that I'm used to it but like you know because it's part of the territory at times like it's not it's no, not it's that's bullshit. not what I'm saying as I'm saying like it's bullshit but like I've learned to like blah like yeah. that kind of thing you know ignore it so I didn't necessarily I was like just another fucking guy that has to fuck off is yeah. just what how I was viewing it yeah. until he started asking those more invasive questions that I was like am I actually in danger right now right there's no reason for those questions to be asked yeah no reason and then just seeing that person in the back seat too and just not knowing and them just staring like i'm telling you like the window was just like cracked to where you just saw eyes that's so i hated it i hated it and obviously i mean again my also if you learn anything from this story too don't go out at night alone to take your trash out even if you're <laughs> on a cleaning spree just <laughs> can wait for tomorrow just wait until the morning okay <laughs> it's like it's yeah. not that serious there's no reason to be in an alley alone. it's and it's not that and, and it's not fair because that's all i was doing like i was just trying to take my trash yeah, out it's really fucking annoying it's actually so fucked up that i can't even take my trash out at night without the mirror yeah no that's fucking stupid yeah, I hate it. It's so frustrating. Um, uh, more scary stuff about <laughs> being a vulnerable girl. Um, we didn't mean to have a theme here. <laughs> it really just kind of turned out that, unf- yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what a lot of the stories are on, on the podcasts that we listen to, too. Because the true horror stories is most frequently just fucking everyday shit that just girls existing. have to go through. <laughs> Just existing. Yeah. Not to say that there aren't stories from guys too, but the vast majority, about 80% of it at least, is this kind of shit. Yeah. Because it's scary. And we have to deal with it every day, even when we're younger. (laughs) So this is always the first thing that comes to mind when I think about scary stories, because it was one of the realist like stranger danger situations that I ever encountered and that just sticks out in my head I must have been in middle school I think at the time and it was definitely late fall because it was getting colder it was a very cold morning and it was later in the year so it was pitch blackout when I'm waiting at my bus stop and this bus stop I would usually it was at a person's house almost always or at a corner near somebody's house but this one I guess was near a house but it was on a corner corner so very early morning pitch blackout again I'm just under a single street light <laughs> you and your fucking lights <laughs> standing in the street light so that I'm visible waiting for my bus and nobody else was at the bus stop that morning for some reason and I was just listening to my iPod <laughs> and I'm I just like have my hands in my pocket just kind of looking around and it was kind of that later fall so past Halloween but still kind of loving that it was fall and just kind of looking around but it did feel different there was something just about that morning probably because nobody was at the bus stop and I felt like my bus was taking a longer time and it was so quiet 
which was why it was so jarring when out of nowhere this car just comes whizzing by me and I was down the block from the cul-de-sac that I lived on and they whiz by I hear a screech of tires and they like quick turn in the cul-de-sac and slowly make their way back towards me and I thought it was just somebody turning around at first until they had slowed down when they started coming back in my direction and then I hear them stop and park the car and they were about like in the in the front yard of the house next to where I was waiting and I couldn't really see because of course they they weren't under a street light <laughs> it was so dark that morning and I couldn't see the car I could kind of make it out when it passed by it was either like black or like a dark blue and I hear the doors open I hear one open I hear the second open and then I hear them both close at the same time and then I start hearing footsteps in the grass and they're coming towards me and talk about divine intervention yeah thank the lord my bus, bus finally comes up and opens Ew. the door and I don't think I touched a single stair on the way up. <laughs> she flew today. I like Mario jumped <laughs> onto that bus just as I feel like I was starting to see the shoe of somebody that was coming, literally coming Stop. out of the dark. I don't like this. And I like sweating up the bus and she was like, sorry, I'm late. And I was like, yeah, stick to your schedule, Diane. It's there for a reason. And she was like, go sit down. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I just almost got kidnapped. Yeah, yeah you show up on time. And I went and sat down. I was like shaking and I was looking out the window and I still couldn't see anybody. Cause then I know when I sat down, I heard car doors again. And then I heard like a car start, but we took away, we left before I could see the car. So I didn't even have any information to give anybody. I didn't have a really a color of the car, even a like a type of car. I couldn't really tell. I don't remember at this point if it was like a, tr- I think it was a, maybe it was a pickup truck, I think. And I didn't have any license plate, like had zero information. Can't even tell you what one of the people looked like. But my heart was racing the whole way to school. Like, it took the entire bus ride to calm down. I was so scared. That is terrifying. And I told my mom when I came home. And she was like, why didn't you tell anybody at school? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm I don't... Home. Oh, my God. I forgot how scary that story was. Because I know that I've heard it before, but it's been a really, really long time. Yeah. But, like, just the whole coming up behind you thing and just, like, being on your heels almost. Yeah, it That's was the part just, that like makes me actually want to throw up. Just in the nick of time that the bus pulled up, and I'm so I'm almost surprised that they didn't that like he was even taking another step. To, I say he because I just assume like while the bus was like rolling up, and I was just like, yeah, it was just I didn't look behind me. I just ran to the bus, <laughs> just a few steps to the bus. Once she opened the door, and just like <laughs> as soon as I could get sat down. Just like trying to look through the window, trying to see anything. Yeah. And, and just the fact that she anything. had no patience for you. <laughs> <laughs> typical bus me. driver. No, typical bus driver. Just like yelling at you to sit way down. Way to be like, on brand. 
You didn't pick up on a single fucking thing that just so happened, did you? So on brand for a bus driver. She's like, yeah, what about it? Come on, goes, Donna. I almost get kidnapped every day. She's like, I wish somebody would kidnap me. I'd get a vacation. No, she's terrible. Yeah. I'm happy we made it out of these, Brie. Holy me fuck. Me too. I feel like I wasn't breathing for like the last 45 minutes. I will say, I do feel like I sufficiently scared myself with these <laughs> having to relive all of these I didn't realize or maybe we're just really good at telling stories I don't know <laughs> you guys can let us know too but I mean god I didn't realize how actually scary these were when we said oh yeah we'll just do stories these instantly came to mind and I'm just like yeah they won't be that bad but like retelling them I'm like holy fuck yeah clearly I'm I'm pretty good at like just blocking them out because it took me a second to remember these. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I know I have the one while we were sitting down. And then just as you were telling your story, like it literally, it happened live. You heard me remember the, the changing my tire. It was tough. I didn't, I forgot about the tire one and I, I, completely forgot about seeing him put something in his backseat and I hate that and we're gonna have to take a quick break everybody because I'm gonna have to go throw up now because these (laughs) these sufficiently scared me (laughs) before we go though um if you do have any stories like that or anything you know scary just in general that happened to you now you kind of know what we're looking for yeah it doesn't have to be exactly that but just literally anything you have any of your scary memories (laughs) relive them for us and write us please uh, <laughs> send those into us let us know about your trauma at gmail.com thank you <laughs> let's go get some snacks yes. Welcome back, roomies. <laughs> you guys feeling good? <laughs> but we hope you're comfier now. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to end the episode um, in classic sleepover style. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite things from sleepovers growing up was hearing stories from scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Oh, my God. They definitely traumatized us, too. Oh, my God. They were very traumatizing. We actually should not have been allowed near those. Those were not for children. (laughs) No. Well, there's a fun documentary about how, like, this is, like, one of the most banned books in schools and stuff. Really? Oh, there was so much fight against these books. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) But they are just a crucial (laughs) part of my childhood at the same time. Yeah. They did traumatize me. I'm still to this day. Every time I think of a scarecrow, mm-hmm. I immediately think of Harold. Yeah. It's just instantaneous. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had that kind of impact on me in well into my adulthood. Yeah, that one scared me for a very long time. Still does. still does. No, still does. Like, I think <laughs> about bits and pieces of that story, and I'm like, holy fuck, that was not for children. I was so mad at my friend that read that story. <laughs> At her sleepover. <laughs> I mean, some of those were also just downright fucking silly. And they they're so silly. Me. Yeah. But even the silly ones, the, really, I think the kicker is always going to be the illustrations. Yes. Because some of them are kind of silly, but, and some of them are just like, hmm, if you're just hearing the story, but the mm. illustrations with it. Yeah. Are what's truly haunting. They, they literally. Those are burned in my brain. We have a, a blanket that looks like the book of oh. scary stories. Yeah. 
we're talking about how this traumatized us, and then <laughs> Brie goes out and buys a blanket with Harold on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was the kicker once, because I, I was like, I was I was getting Abby a birthday gift, um, and I got her a blanket that looks like the Halloween movie case. Oh, it's so cool, guys. And I was like, well, I need to get something for me, too. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, my God, what movie do I want? And then I saw that they had a book one for... Uh, scary stories and this one was double-sided and once i saw that the other side was harold i was like well that fucking tears it i was like have to get this she's like i'm buying this i'm so scared of it but i'm also like addicted to it in a way (laughs) did you say something did you say you weren't using it for a while because it did scare you or am i just making that up yeah no i don't like to put the harold side on me (laughs) i don't want him to touch me You're just like the farmers, and that's why they got killed. I'd rather have the creepy head from the from the cover on With me. The smoke in the pot. I love that. That I know. head I of that has too. so much drip for no reason. I really like that. I want to get that tattooed on me, actually. I've seen scary stories tattoos. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, they're so cool. So, But I'd be scared. Ah, Every what? Time. Stop. Oh, Brie. <laughs> Why would you do that? I didn't think I was going to scare you. That's not what I was trying to do. (laughs) Oh, you come on. Read the fucking room. Now that we're in a spooky mood. Did I get you guys too? (laughs) I'm so sorry. Just read the fucking story, please. Great. Um, And I feel like the intro to the book um, really sums it up perfectly. (laughs) This Must be why it was such a hit at sleepovers. (laughs) Pioneers used to entertain themselves by telling scary stories. At night, they might gather in somebody's cabin or around a fire and see who could scare the others the most. Some girls and boys in my town do the same thing today. They get together at somebody's house and they turn out all the lights and eat popcorn and scare one another half to death. Telling scary stories is something people have done for thousands of years. For most of us, like being scared in that way. Since there isn't any danger, we think it's fun. And the best time to tell these stories is at night, in the dark. It is easy for someone listening to imagine all sorts of strange and scary things. High beams. Do you remember this one at all, Bray? Mm-hmm. I like this one. This one I still actively I think about it frequently. Yeah, the whole trend with like the Roman Empire, this story. <gasps> this is our is Harold our Roman Empire? <laughs> Just the stories from scary stories. How actively do you, yeah. (laughs) Once a week. I think about how actively do you think about Abby once a week? Anytime I am alone on a dark road, I think about high beams. Yeah. With that, (laughs) let me freak you out. The girl driving the old blue sedan was a senior at the high school. She lived on a farm about eight miles away and used the car to drive back and forth. She had driven into town that night to see a basketball game. Now she was on her very way home as she pulled away from the school, she noticed a red pickup truck follow her out of the parking lot. 
A few minutes later, the truck was still behind her. I guess we're going in the same direction, she thought. She began to watch the truck in her mirror. When she changed her speed, the driver of the truck changed his speed. When she passed a car, so did he. Then he turned on his high beams, flooding her car with light. He left them on for almost a minute. He probably wants to pass me, she thought, but she was becoming uneasy. Usually she drove home over a back road. Not too many people went that way, but when she turned onto that road, so did the truck. I've got to get away from him, she thought, and she began to drive faster. Then he turned his high beams on again. After a minute, he turned them off. Then he turned them on again and off again. She drove even faster, but the truck driver stayed right behind her. Then he turned his high beams on again. Once more, her car was ablaze with light. What is he doing, she wondered. What does he want? Then he turned them off again, but a minute later he had them on again, and he left them on. At last, she pulled into her driveway, and the truck pulled in right behind her. She jumped from her car and ran to the house. Call the police, she screamed at her father. Out in the driveway, she could see the driver of the truck. He had a gun in his hand. When the police arrived, they started to arrest him, but he pointed to the girl's car. You don't want me, he said. You want him. Crouched behind the driver's seat, there was a man with a knife. <sighs> As the driver of the truck explained it, the man slipped into the girl's car just before she left the school. He saw it happen, but there was no way he could stop it. He thought about getting the police, but he was afraid to leave her, so he followed her car. Each time the man in the back seat reached up to overpower her, the driver of the truck turned on his high beams, then the man dropped down, afraid that someone might see him. That is also the reason why I check my back seat Same. all the time. Oh my god, every time I leave the gym. Because this one is such a, like, this one is classic. It is, like, lore that is told so many different ways. And I know, like, shows would, like, recreate this. And I feel like it was even on a, like... It was in a movie. Believe it or not. Like, um... Oh my god, what was that show? Look, I don't like to give him credit either, <laughs> but one of my favorite spooky movies, it's kind of trash, it's kind of not, I guess it would really depend on who you ask. It's one of my guilty pleasures, it's Urban Legend. It's oh. It's got Jared Leto in it, and he does thrive in that film. That's the only time you'll hear me say something like that. Yeah. It just, he's grandfathered into that film. It's before I knew about him. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want anybody thinking I like Jared Leto, Okay. That's, I just want to get that out there. <laughs> but it's definitely like, that is one, I feel like every girl knows that story. <laughs> and the fucking gasp when you first re have read that too. Yeah. Just to find, cause you instant, cause there's also another high beam story. So the other one goes that it's a gang initiation, but mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like reverse. So it really isn't this one, but there is another urban legend that takes the high beams where the cars will drive without their lights on and whichever car flashes them like the signal to, Hey, turn your lights on. They then pull a Yui and drive behind mm -hmm. them, flashing their high beams to like make them get out, like, you know, crash their car, get off the road, pull over either way. That person needs to die and it's a gang initiation. So, I just don't fuck with it for so many different reasons. Yeah. And I will always check my back seat because of this story. Mm -hmm. It traumatized me before I even knew how to drive. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, people are just chilling in my back seat. And shout out to homeboy for really just not minding his own business. I know. Yeah. It's, it's good that there is good Samaritans like that. Yeah. I feel like this one falls in line with like just another 
story that's told a million different ways. The Guests A young man and his wife were on a trip to visit his mother. Usually they arrived in time for supper, but they had gotten a late start and now it was getting dark. So they decided to look for a place to stay overnight and go on in the morning. Just off the road, they saw a small house in the woods. Maybe they rent rooms, the wife said. So they stopped to ask. An elderly man and woman came to the door. They didn't rent rooms, they said, but they would be glad to have them stay overnight as their guests. They had plenty of room, and they would enjoy the company. The old woman made coffee and brought out some cake, and the four of them talked for a while. Then the young couple were taken to their room. They again explained that they wanted to pay for this, but the old man said he would not accept any money. The young couple got up early the next morning before their hosts had awakened. On a table near the front door, they left an envelope with some money in it for the room. Then they went on to the next town. They stopped in a restaurant and had breakfast. When they told the owner where they had stayed, he was shocked. That can't be, he said. That house burned down to the ground, and the man and woman who lived there died in the fire. The young couple could not believe it, so they went back to the house. Only now, there was no house. All they found was a burned-out shell. They stood staring at the ruins, trying to understand what had happened. Then the woman screamed. In the rubble was a badly burned table, like the one they had seen by the front door. On the table was the envelope they had left that morning. Ew. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh my God. I don't think I've actually ever heard that one. Really? And that's fucking wild. I, that's always so creepy. It's always, for some reason, put in any story a part where you're in like some little town diner. I love it. And like the they ambience. have more information I than know. you do. I'm always like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, what aren't you telling me? Like there was one story. I think it was maybe on one of our podcasts that was about somebody who was driving really late at night and they turned off. They took a wrong turn, a wrong exit. And they were trying to find their bearings. So they were just, they were like, okay, well, I'm here. So let me at least stop in here. I'll get something to eat and we'll find our way. So they walk in and every single person in the diner is staring at them. And it was like a very just off a beaten path. And the whole time they were in there, it was, they were just staring. And it wasn't surprised. It was more unwelcoming. And it just nobody broke eye contact with this person. And the person at the front of the diner told them to get out. Really? Ollie, they said, you're not supposed to be here. And that was all it took for the person to just turn around and leave. And then they couldn't, they couldn't figure out what was going on. And they passed later on past that stretch of the road again and that exit wasn't there shut up <laughs> shut up shut up ew shut up i just hate that kind of stuff where it's like everyone else is in the know but you and it's ugh, or it's like i don't know different like timelines yeah it's like the twilight zone yeah it's the twilight zone <laughs> for sure this is so creepy oh my god 
I loved that. I loved every <laughs> second of that. That was so scary, though. The you're not supposed to be here. Like, where do you think they were? That's it's so... Like, that one story of the lady, when the guy is waiting for the light to change, that lady comes up and it, to his window, and she's just kind of robotically repeating the same line over and over again. My My boyfriend was beating me. I need help. Can you take me to the hospital? And he just she just says it over, and he's like... Not, like just kind of rolls down the windows for a second he said i'm sorry i'm hurt i need help my boyfriend beats me can you tell take me to the hospital and he said sorry ma'am i'm i need to get i need to go like i don't have time <laughs> and she just keeps repeating herself and finally the light changes and just as he's about to start driving away she said you made the right choice. I know. I hate those Ugh. two. I hate those two. I remember <laughs> I the, the chills. Yeah, me too. It makes, I, I was like, is my nose going to bleed? I'm getting so scared. And I'm like, oh my God, what was going to happen? I know. It was like, it was a good thing I didn't help. <laughs> like, you made the right choice. And then she just like goes back into the bushes. <laughs> I know. And she was probably, I, I have to think that she was trying to be as deadpan as we- and weird as possible. To like she was not, just the bait. Yeah. To hopefully not lure someone in, you know? Mm. Let them know something weird was up. Yeah. I also oh my God. And this this is one and I mean, okay, here's always my thought process. Um, I'm never they're always like never stop for anybody or like to help anybody with their car. And I'm like, honey, I'm the last one that should ever help it. somebody with their car <laughs> to begin with. I was like, so I'm gonna be like, did you try turning the key? that's that's about as much help as i can give you babe put it in rice <laughs> yeah i'd be like "Ooh, it's not starting are you gonna buy a new one that's my advice that's so i'm like don't even worry about it i was never gonna help um but yeah that was never on my radar because one time a car was like flagging me down and i was like you don't want me i was like it's not me i was like i was like i'll make things worse literally thumbs down i was like i'm the worst i don't know Ooh, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm stupid. <laughs> I was like, I'm just a baby. I don't know. Anyway, that if like that, you know, I, my lack of knowledge wasn't reason enough for me. It's the stories of the people that, oh God, who are like pulled over on the side of the road and you just drive past them. Or I remember hearing about one where somebody was laying down and the person was just like, mm, fuck that. No. And drove like around it. And then they look in their rear view mirror and the person's now sitting up. Yes. I just yeah. listened to the, Oh, I just got the yeah, chills. I know. I just listened I to that one recently again. Yeah. And then Ugh. like, I guess like other people were like coming from or something. Yeah. Like people that. were coming from like the side. of the Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that just solidified it for me, too. I was like, absolutely not. I will never help somebody. You could literally be like Jesus Christ reincarnated. And I'd be like, no, fuck off. Especially if I'm alone. Yeah, I absolutely. I'm not going to help. Yeah, you. I'm so I'm, sorry. No, sorry, baby. I'll call the cops. Sorry, baby. <laughs> yeah, I no. <laughs> I'll it's, let them know where you are. Who it's not going to be is me. <laughs> I'm not helping. Yeah, no, I wouldn't help a fucking baby. I wouldn't help a toddler. <laughs> I wouldn't help a kid. I wouldn't help a teen. Nobody. Wait, because there's even stories about that. Yeah. Like like a doll being used as like bait to get somebody out of their car. No, stop. I'm not trying to hear that. Please be quiet. And it looked like a really realistic baby. Stop. Ew. Ew. I don't like this one bit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Why did we do this? <laughs> yeah, now we got to go watch some funny stuff so that we yeah. can go to sleep Now we got to go be happy. <laughs> 
but I hope we spooked you guys a little bit. Yeah, I literally, <laughs> gosh, I, 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 truth be told, Brie, I was like, I don't think I'm going to get scared, but I'm literally kind of freaked out right now. <laughs> and I do really need to go, like, I don't know, just go think happy thoughts. <laughs> go get some more food, mm-hmm. <laughs> more junk. <laughs> Sleep with the lights on. <laughs> really do hope that you guys had fun with this episode because yeah. we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know if you liked it and if you want more something like this. We could do more sleepovers. We, we could, could make absolutely it like a regular ish thing where, I don't know, every like few months or something my mom said that if your mom said it's okay you can have a sleepover at Bree and i's place pretend like you're sleeping they'll just let us have a sleepover if hey if i ask will she say yes because if you ask she's gonna say no i get it i've been there is this something you think kids still do oh most definitely still have to oh my god wait and you're like talking about which parent you're gonna ask and Mm -hmm. who's gonna ask first oh my god oh god the presentation (laughs) tell me like when you're like anxiety started it's like how (laughs) how hard did you have to work for those sleepovers yeah oh god how much did you have to clean your house Jesus. I'll go to church in the morning. Oh, please don't. I, that's the scary story. I don't want to do this anymore. We did enough tonight. We did too many. Too many scary stories. <laughs> and remember, if you guys have some, even if it's like your favorite, just kind of folklore and stuff yeah. like that, let us know. We want anything. We cannot stress enough. We are to our core. Yeah. Spooky. Even though we're all spooked right now. We, yeah. We still want more. We want we're gonna everything. We're going to take a little break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a little bit of time. All of our social media, again, is Rent Free Roommates, and we are everywhere, basically, that you can find a podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or Google Play, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, <laughs> YouTube, we're everywhere. <laughs> and please email us your stories. We are rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time. I was just about to say until next time. <laughs> that is so weird. Uh, and we're going to get weirder. <laughs> Can't wait for next time. We will see you then. Hope we didn't spook you too much. I'm sleeping in your room tonight. (laughs) Bye. Bye.